Because <laughs> you always do the intro. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Johnita Stanton. We have Reginald Perriman, Shaka Williams. In the house. And we are Tasari. This is the There's Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. So let's get into it. Land contracts. Yeah. So first show of the year. Yeah. First yeah. show of the new year. First show of the first recorded show of the yes. year. True. Everything True. else is still playing. Right. True. Yep. <laughs> How was y'all New Year? Uh, I've been in I quarantine. COVID ruined my life for the new year. Oh, okay. I did. I, you know, thank God I've not tested positive for COVID. However, it's other people around me, so I had to sit my ass still and yep. sit in the house and not go nowhere. Yep. And I Facetime my cousin. Her birthday falls on New. It's my baby too. Her, her, uh, you know, her birthday falls on New Year's Eve. I couldn't go hang out with them, and so yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like I'm on punishment. I wasn't hanging out nowhere. I, I stayed at <laughs> I was, home. Yeah, the five of us did uh-huh. nothing. We, we, you know, we had our uh, champagne and uh, sparkling uh, wine, or what is that? Sparkling, whatever it is, oh, okay. the kid version. <laughs> sparkling juice. The, uh, the kid, champagne. Kitty mm-hmm. table version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? We chilled at home. My wife made like some uh, stuff. Uh, Seafood stuff. Oh, like yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, 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 oh, okay. yeah, yeah. some champagne. Mm-hmm. She hooked it up. For sure. That sounds yep. good. Did we do yoga right after? Um, I think y'all yeah, did. We yoga. Brought, we brought, uh, yeah, we brought the New Year in doing yoga. Yeah, trap, trap yoga. <laughs> trap yoga. Yes. Shout out to Jamel Randall yeah. over at Trap Yoga. When she say we, it wasn't me. It was her and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't doing no drama. The rest of doing uh, trap yoga. What's wrong with it? It's not a panic class. Listen to the Migos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyway, yeah, the new year has been crazy. I, I really just don't even feel like it's a whole new year right now. It feels like it's still 2021, but I'll get there. I feel like I'm in 2022. I still feel like 2020 to me. You knew it? Yeah. I feel like I'm in 2022. It, it is the same. Yeah. Though. It is like it's crashed in the, in together, but I don't know. Maybe because I left and I came back, I felt like it was New Year before the New Year. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what? Maybe that I was hanging before Christmas. Okay, I think we digressed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's see. What are we talking? What is a land contract, Mr. Perryman? Oh, land contract. So... Here's, like, a lot of people don't understand what a land contract is. It's like this urban myth Mm -hmm. understanding of a land contract, and Mm -hmm. then it's the real understanding of what it actually is. So, like, a lot, basically, a land contract is just basically another way to finance a property. Mm -hmm. Instead of paying a bank or a mortgage company, you're paying a seller. Yeah. So, a lot of people think, oh, I'm in a land contract. And the owner, no, you the owner. Mm-hmm. If you brought the house on land contract, you're the owner. Correct. So a lot of people get that confused. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't understand seller financing as opposed to the bank financing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And there's really two types of seller financing. It's mm-hmm. land contract where the land contract is recorded, mm-hmm. but the deed, well, the deed's supposed to be held in escrow. escrow, right, By usually by a title company. So when you pay off the land contract, they don't have to hunt anybody down or mm-hmm. get a cop, get the actual deed. Mm-hmm. But you can do seller financing where you actually, the seller is giving you a mortgage. You're paying the seller. It's a, it's a seller's mortgage, basically, purchase mm-hmm. money mortgage. And you actually get a buyer to deed to the property, and they just pay you. And you have a note and everything, mm-hmm. just like a mortgage company. Just like a mortgage. Right. Do you yeah. record a land contract? Of course. Sure. <laughs> Who records it? <laughs> 
the title company or the uh, buyer or the seller. Okay, so anybody just like can you would record a deed, mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of people. That's where a lot of people got messed up at because they didn't record their land contracts. And back in the day, a lot of people got burned because mm -hmm. they was like, "Oh, I brought this house on land contract, and the guy sold it from up under me mm -hmm. because nobody could verify who the owner Edward. was because you never recorded anything." Mm -hmm. What are the um? What are the the parts that contribute to a land contract? Oh, I want to say something yeah. too. So I'm sorry, um, but to what he was saying, that's why you got to use a title company. Yep. I just had to say that. I'm talking about when you're doing a land contract, stop trying to do the land contract on your own when you don't know enough to be able to do a, a land contract. Right. You're not going to use an attorney or, a, or a, a title. At least use a title company so you make sure that your interest is protected. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Those notes to the buyer or to the seller? To both, both really. Yeah. Because, All listen, involved. like, this is, this is why sellers need to follow it the right way. Because let's say, so, you know, people buy properties from, like, the land bank or the tax mm -hmm. sale or whatever. And if you have, like, um, a bunch of other properties that are delinquent on taxes, mm -hmm. they may not allow you to bid on other properties or government-owned properties. So if you sold properties on land contract and somebody didn't pay their taxes and you didn't record the documents, it's going to look like you have a bunch of unpaid mm -hmm. taxes on these properties. But if you can show them, hey, I sold these on land contracts, and your contract states in there who's responsible for the taxes, mm -hmm. and the land contract or the memorandum is recorded, then it's nothing for you to worry about. Do you guys have whole land contracts with people? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. I did, do. Did y'all use title companies? Yep. I didn't. A couple of mine I didn't. <laughs> she, she said that like you had an issue. Like, no, yeah, I, I don't have an issue. issue. I'm just messing with right. her. But no, I mean, she's right, though. Uh, so, I mean, the good thing about this uh, show is you get to learn from a lot of our mistakes, right? Right. And I've been doing it a long time, so I have a lot of mistakes made, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so that's why I'm, I'm adamant about the title company. You know, now I won't do anything. I do... A, a, a simple quick claim deed that I, you know, right. well, it was supposed to be simple, right? I'm still using the title company. Man, I'm finding out that me doing my own quick claim, claim my own quick claim deeds right now is just to look here. I'm doing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, um, I don't object to the title company, but I did. I want to get back into what what are the parts of a land contract? I mean, it's it's simple. It's the same financing, your down payment. Right. And typically you have tax prorations and stuff like that. But it's the down payment, the monthly payment, the interest rate. And then there's language regarding who's paying the taxes and insurance. Mm -hmm. And you usually have like some type of default clause in there as well. Just like with any mortgage. It's like a, it's just like you know? it's, it should be just like a mortgage if it's done correctly. Right. Right. But what's the memorandum? What's a memorandum of land contract? So that's just a one-page document because everybody don't want the general public to know yeah. all the terms of their land mm -hmm. contract. Mm -hmm. Just maybe like um, the purchase price and the fact that there is an existing land mm -hmm. contract. Mm -hmm. So you can record the one-page memorandum right. instead mm -hmm. of you may have eight pages to your land contract. You may have 15. It just depends on what's all included. That's advanced land contracting. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so... Um, so like today we're going to cover it from the buyer side, the seller side and the investor side. Cause I think a lot of investors miss out to me, like for an investor, the land contract is the in between flipping and owning rental property. Yeah, I agree. 
and and investing buying using a land contract mm -hmm. that's a, a a hell of a strategy most it is. people mm -hmm. don't use it too. is we should talk more about that right there. I think that that is a an awesome strategy if you can get talk the seller into holding on mm -hmm. to that property while you pay them off. Yeah. That's basically what you just said, right? Correct. Yep. Because a lot of people, like a lot of investors to say, um, it's a lot of classes out there on doing a lease option with the seller, mm -hmm. which is cool. The disadvantage to doing that is because, like, let's say in Detroit or some cities where you have landlord-tenant requirements— you do a lease option, you fall under those landlord-tenant requirements mm -hmm. and guidelines. So if I'm an investor, I'm buying from you, you're the seller, but I'm doing a lease option, and let's say the house is tenant-occupied already. Mm -hmm. Now you run, one of us still got to make sure we um, comply with all the local requirements mm -hmm. for that property. But if I do a land contract, this is a sale, it's not a rental mm -hmm. property, Right. Um, if it's tenants in there, then, of course, I'm the new owner. I have to comply. But if it's vacant and I'm buying it to maybe fix and flip it, then I can just do a land contract. Then the seller, you you don't have to – you're not required to do any uh, rental registrations. So, so you, you, you're referring – that's what I was going to say. You're referring to the tax consequences as well as some of the um, consequences of, of being a, a landlord. Right. right. Like registering the property as a rental with the with the city or the township or whoever. Right. Right. But yeah. it's also that tax uh, benefit as well, mm -hmm. uh, recording that land contract if you're selling it to the homeowner. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because so, now you're – you get a homestead exactly. as opposed to uh, uh, non-owner taxes. Right, right. Which are a lot higher. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. like, any properties I sold on land contract to owner-occupants, they get to claim the homestead Correct. exemption. So their property taxes are lower mm -hmm. versus me holding the property and renting it to them, and now I'm paying a higher tax rate because it's non-homestead. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, but hold on, let's say something. Let's talk and about this capital other. gain benefits too. There it is. When, yeah, yep, yep. So other uh, <laughs> that would be advanced that uh, and advanced level. That'd be talking to the investors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, so the difference again between the lease option, right. uh, as opposed to the land contract. Right. So the lease is just simply that it's a lease. You have an option to buy the property. So let's say your lease is one year. Um, usually you'll have a defined price, so you'll determine the price up front. Mm -hmm. If you're smart as the buyer, you'll determine the price Correct. up front, right? Um, so, but you still fall under that landlord-tenant. Mm -hmm. So if you d miss a payment, it's an eviction. You have to file for eviction. You have to go through that process. Mm -hmm. For the seller, it's easier because you're only doing an eviction. You're not doing any forfeiture or foreclosure. So for the seller, it's easier, but the seller um, keeps control of everything. But the seller is still responsible according to, and this has nothing to do with your lease agreement because mm -hmm. you can negotiate who's going to do the repairs mm -hmm. in the lease with option, but you still have to comply with the city requirements if you're in a city that has um, strict rental registration laws. Southfield so, and Taylor. Yeah, but well, the trade is getting there too. Yeah, but, I mean they just they're catching up. <laughs> like who's gonna do the lead lead abatement? Who's mm -hmm. gonna make sure you have your lead cert? So if I do a lease option with you, and we put in there, okay, it's a it's a lead lead certification has to be obtained and approval. 
who's going to take care of that? Mm-hmm. And I'm just a tenant. Um, we, we may have it in writing, but if they come out and inspect the property, they're going to hold the seller liable the, unless the, the seller owner. can prove something right. different. Right. And because right. you're the owner still. Yeah. Right. But if you got multiple properties or you're trying to do other projects, maybe like a government mm-hmm. contract or some type of you're doing a mixture development or something like that, mm-hmm. and you tied up in court over this property because mm-hmm. it got lead issues, that may impact some of the other stuff that you're doing. So, so one of the biggest advantages of the well, another large advantage of the land contract is there. You're basically saying your right of redemption, your re, your redemption rights, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. right? Uh, meaning that you can't, you don't have to. If you're behind on your payment, you don't go to court and get evicted in thirty to forty five days. Right. They have to go through a, a a foreclosure process. Right. To get you out, which could take up to one hundred eighty yeah. days or more, right. actually. And, and most land contracts is is when you late forty five days mm-hmm. on your first payment mm-hmm. before they can take action. So now right? we're talking, yeah. So we're talking two hundred and twenty five days, right? Before they just actually like get when you would a mortgage, yeah. Because mm-hmm. no. before you actually get put out, it's still probably gonna be almost three hundred and sixty five days, <laughs> depending on the courts. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then if you more than um, some. Some not, you know, everywhere is different, but in most cases, if you more than 50% paid into the land contract, it can take even longer sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the um, that this this is funny because one of the things that we talked about um before on a different show was the renting versus the buying, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were saying, shoot, you know. I, I I wouldn't want to, now that I own a house, I wouldn't want to be an owner anymore. Right. Because um, I think that they potentially still haven't realized, like, their their equity. And so right. it's the same scenario here. If you have a person who's selling on the land contract, you probably still have a lot of equity benefits. So even though you're not the owner, you're not really renting, you're going to be doing, like, the repairs and things right. like that that come with the property. It's still supposed to be, like, you know, hopefully a future... You know, equity benefit, right? Um, there. So let's talk about the um, benefits for a buyer on a land contract. So first and foremost is, um, let's say I'm buying, I'm buying a house from you, right? I may have tried a mortgage company. I may be self-employed because we got a lot more entrepreneurs out mm-hmm. here now, um, mm-hmm. and I may not, I may not qualify for the traditional mortgage, and I may not want to do like a non-conforming subprime loan, I can come to you and negotiate the terms up front. So I can say, hey, I want to do a 15-year land contract, I want to do a five-year, or I want to do a five-year with a balloon because I can afford it. You get to decide if I qualify or not. Mm -hmm. So you can say, hey, look, um, based on your income and your financials, Instead of putting 10% down, put 20% down because you want to minimize your risk. Mm -hmm. So for a buyer, it's not um, necessarily qualifying to any um, bank guidelines Mm -hmm. or Fannie or Freddie. It's between you and the seller, which y'all negotiate. Fannie and Freddie, I always hear you talking about those people. <laughs> it's a little confusing. Right. right. <laughs> Who's Fannie and Freddie? Fannie Mae and, and Freddie, Freddie Mac. Okay. So, you know, basically, I think what in layman's just saying, it's a, probably a little bit less red tape mm-hmm. if you maybe don't have the best credit or the best track record financially. Right. Maybe you have 
money and you have the ability to pay, but you don't have the best. You don't. You're you're not able to show it as well as some other people. Well, like yeah. those people, those people that uh, that say, um, well, I'm I bring in seven thousand dollars a month, uh, but they're not in, not including. Uh, they're not taking into account what they pay in or what they owe in student loans. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And what uh, a land contract. Car, you know, yep. care. The car loans, all those different things. Right. right. So uh, that's the the biggest benefit is that you can um, you can negotiate. You can actually sit there. It's like borrowing from the bank a long time ago. Right. When we used to go to the bank and they'd be like, oh, I know you from, yeah. uh, you know, around the corner or whatever. Yep. You know, everybody knows everybody. Game. Right. You <laughs> know what I mean? So you can talk to that person and, and get them to... To, to lend to you, you right. know what I mean, or, or yeah. hold that financing for you. And the other thing with a land contract, you can truly negotiate your monthly payment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you buying a $200,000 house, right, mm-hmm. and you go to a lender, they may say your payment's 1200 a month or whatever. You can go on a land contract and say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Seller, I'm putting this amount down. I'm going to pay 800 a month, mm-hmm. but in 10 years, I may still have a balloon payment. Or I'll pay eight hundred a month and let's spread it out to twenty years. Well, to pay off or whatever they calculate to, and you can negotiate your interest rate. So it's strictly up to buyer and seller. So a lot of, a lot of our great how old them? So it would have been our great grandparents mm-hmm. and some of our grandparents, <laughs> right? Or a lot of people that came to America, and got jobs or started businesses that couldn't get bank loans, that's how a lot of people purchased homes mm-hmm. back then. But a lot of people got taken advantage of because they didn't have the laws that they have now. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of land contracts, because some you had some groups of people that were predatory, mm-hmm. you know, going after Afri- African-Americans and immigrants and saying, hey, we'll sell you this property and Jacking the interest rate way sky high. That still happens, by the way. Yeah. Well, in Michigan, in Michigan, the highest you can charge is eleven percent legally. Right. But yeah. what what buyer what buyer would want to negotiate eleven percent? Now you may have some. I I got one now that's eight percent because it's a smaller house. It's thirty thousand. They put a certain amount down. And they're going to pay it off with just paying their payments. They're going to pay it off in two Hold years. Hold on, that's your house? You the lender? Yeah, <laughs> all the time. But no, they're they're paying it off in two years, so they don't, the interest rate, yeah. they're not they, they, paying that, that much them. in interest right. rate. Right. Mm-hmm. But then some people, so a lot of times I have to explain to people, okay, you can't walk into a bank and get this loan. Right. And now you want someone that's also in business, just like you, mm-hmm. that's trying to, you know, make a living, but, you know, you're in property. And so they can't just give you the house. They have to make money from it and you're high risk mm-hmm. and typically with high risk comes higher interest rates yeah right so so that, go, go ahead yeah i was gonna say too so the one thing buyers need to be aware of is never let somebody um talk you into buying a land contract with the intention that you're going to be able to refinance in one year because mm. yeah. some people will set mm-hmm. you up and it'll mm-hmm. be like Oh, you can just sit by it on land contract. You can refinance in one year. There's absolutely no guarantee you will be able to do that. Because yeah. you may, your credit may be, let's say the minimum credit score for a certain type of loan is 620, mm-hmm. right? You may be at 600. So the person may be thinking, well, within a year, you should be able to get this. 
but there's no guarantee that your income to debt ratio is going to work. Mm -hmm. Your um, interest rates could go up. So it's no guarantee you're going to qualify. So always negotiate the land contract based on you actually being able to buy and pay that property off. And you being able to refinance is just kind of like an, a, mm -hmm. another exit strategy. Yeah, I mean, anytime I help people with the land contract, I definitely stress make sure you understand that you can refinance. Right. Um, you're looking to refinancing like right, right. away because mm -hmm. just like you said, it may take you it may take you 36 months before you can get to the point to be able to refinance. Right. But it's better to know that now so that you can, you know, um, start doing all of the things that you need to do to get things in line because you have to have certain finances. Your bank has to look a certain way. You have to, you know, all these things have to be in place in order for you to get a traditional loan. That's if that's what you want to do. Right. Um, so I don't think. I think we have to maybe be careful about, um, like, there's a gray there. Mm -hmm. So if someone tells you to look into refinance options, right. that's still good information. But I think what you're saying is, you know, you need to have time. Right. There needs to be time to be able to do that. Several exit strategies. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. You know and, I mean? and talking about, like, exit strategy, a lot of people... <laughs> It's funny because a lot of people that even brought land contracts, they still look at it as a rental mm -hmm. on renting this property. Or if you can't pay for it, just sell the house. It's yours. Mm -hmm. yeah. So let's say you brought a house for 90000 you put 20000 down, you owe seventy. A few years later, you owe sixty, and you can't afford it anymore. Just sell the house. As long as you sell it for more than enough to pay off the balance— you good, just That's like a you were. That's right there, because people don't so many understand people, that. They don't. Man, so mm -hmm. many people like, yeah, I had a land contract. I, I just I just let the landlord have it. Right. Like, no, nah, it wasn't the landlord. <laughs> you the owner. You know it's what I'm saying? It's the same way as the bank. So if the bank, if you're behind in your, the people do it right now. They're yeah. behind with the bank, and instead of uh, selling the house and getting something Somewhere. out of it, yep. they're going to let the bank take it, for, and you get nothing. Exactly. You know yep. what I mean? It's just lack of... Uh, I think it's just lack of knowledge, mm -hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Not lack of understanding. But I think everything that we just said, where we were just, uh, even though we were telling the buyers to be aware of, those are benefits to the seller. Yeah. So uh, you know, these are all the reasons why the seller would want to do a yeah. land contract. Higher yeah. interest rate, more money down faster. You know, right. being able to still earn that monthly residual income. So those are all pros. Yep. For the owner, so and pros for the buyer is, yeah, you know, you can be a higher risk, quote unquote, mm -hmm. individual, and, and still own property. And what is so the benefits to the seller? So first of all, most most people now can't sell on land contract because they have a mortgage, and most mortgages have a due on sale clause. Explain that. But, all right. <laughs> so usually it's clause seventeen, mm -hmm. right? That means if the property transfers ownership, that the entire mortgage balance is due. So or could be called due. Or yeah, it could be. Yeah. If the but the bank has that it. option. Yeah, they right? have the option. Mm -hmm. But so if I'm if I'm buying a house from Jaja, right, and she has a mortgage balance of fifty thousand, but I'm buying a house for two hundred thousand, I might put fifty or sixty thousand down, and she can pay the mortgage off. And then I just owe her the balance. Mm -hmm. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm buying it from Jaja for two hundred thousand, and I'm putting twenty thousand down, so I owe her one eighty. 
but she still owes, you know, 180, 180 mm-hmm. right? The minute we record that land contract, the bank may get a notice and tell Jaja, you need to pay off this loan. Mm-hmm. Right now. Right? And <laughs> I'm tied up, so I'm at risk Correct. now because I can't, I can't do anything because the bank's mortgage was recorded first, mm-hmm. right? But some lenders and some land contracts, some lenders will say, we will let this happen, but we need to qualify the buyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And as long as they're getting their monthly payment on time, they don't have anything to do. They're fine. So if Jaja monthly payment is 800 but I'm paying 1100 she has to pay that mortgage, and then she gets to keep the $300 difference, right? Yeah. But then I have to feel comfortable enough that she's making her mortgage payments on time. That's why, as the buyer, I would want some communication with the bank because yeah. the minute she don't pay, I want the right to be able to pay the bank directly. Mm-hmm. Or I would try to negotiate that up front. Hey, I'm going to pay this lender directly, and then I'm going to make a separate check for the difference to you. Right. Right. So, so that right there is where you got to be careful, right? Yeah. So, and that that's why you reason, need the title mm-hmm. card. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not really. A, I, that's not even a really a land. That's not a true land contract, though. When that's happening, it is. It is. It's just yeah. that. Well, it, it, it would be more like um, it's, it's not an assignment. assignment. It's more of an assignment. It's more of an assignment because you're you're going through the bank and they're assigning a loan to the other party, mm-hmm. but. Some a, a true assignment, so you have a simple assumption, a formal assumption. A formal assumption is Jaja has the mortgage. They approve me. They remove Jaja from the mortgage altogether. Mm-hmm. So I'm just assuming her loan. I'm coming in as the new owner, and I may have paid Jaja $20,000 to have that mortgage assigned to mm-hmm. me on the buyer side. Now, a simple assumption would just be hey, the bank is aware of this, but I'm assuming a loan, but the bank didn't necessarily have to qualify me for the loan. But usually with a simple assumption, they wouldn't let Jaja off the hook. Yeah. Right. right? They would just be adding me to the mortgage mm-hmm. right, at that point in time. And now they got uh, more, res- more... They got more people. <laughs> more people yeah. to be responsible. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> like, not, it's right. not a good idea. And nobody yeah. wants to mess their credit yeah. up. But what I was getting to is saying that a lot of people... So they use that. A lot of sellers right. use that situation there, uh, and as a means or as a reason to not record that land contract. Exactly. You know, that's what I mean? why we say go. That's why you got to be careful. You know what right. I mean? As the the buyer, you know what I mean. You got to really be careful because you might lose your interest. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You've been right. paying on this house for five to seven years, and the person the 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 seller to you, but the right. actual owner still, because you didn't record the the, uh, the land contract, right. loses the house for not so, paying. Yep. So the biggest red flags for a buyer on a land contract is seller wants, expects you to refinance within a year, maybe two years, mm-hmm. right? That's just almost setting you up for failure. Yeah. And then two, the biggest red flag is they don't want to record the land contract. Mm-hmm. If you hear those words or that's in a conversation before you even pull title work, you, those are just red flags. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Or one big, the biggest one, right. when you can clear all this up. And right. They say, we don't need a title company. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> they don't want to record nothing. You know, yep. we, don't need a t- what you, we don't need a title company. We can do this all ourselves. They're just going to charge us for no reason. 
Yeah, right? exactly. That's the biggest one. They could, <laughs> we could do this ourselves. They're going to charge us. The biggest reason you want a title company for a land contract is you want somebody that's licensed and insured to hold that deed in escrow. Because if Jaja bought my house, and God forbids, I'm out of here in five years before you pay it off, mm-hmm. now you got to come fight my estate. Mm-hmm. And you calling Jeter like, what's going on? <laughs> I paid this house off, and they won't give me the property, right? Yep. So you might have to do quiet title, or you can just simply take it to court and show your documents and proof you paid. But if that deed is an escrow, at that point, you just have to show proof that you paid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the deed is already signed. All the title company has to do at that point it's is recorded. recorded. So my the people that brought land contracts from me that paid off, I just sent a letter, a notarized letter to the title company saying, hey, this property is paid off. Send, uh, please record the deed and send a copy to the buyer. A discharge, just right. like a bank does. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that's the proper way for a buyer to go about doing a land contract. Yeah, a true land contract. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so I think with a buyer. So let's talk about this with a buyer. If you don't know anything, if if you're not uh, well versed on land contracts, right? I, uh, first thing you should do is what? Get a realtor that know. <laughs> get a realtor that that has experience with mm-hmm. land contracts. He yeah. wants you to hire a title company. No, no. Yeah. You just, but no, before you. I mean that that realtor that he's talking about, or that 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 uh um we talk about the the um good professional real, real estate right. individual, whoever it is. Um, they they should tell you. All right, first thing we're gonna first thing we're gonna do is go to this title company. That's right. what they should say. But you still need them to nav- to help you navigate through everything. Yeah, because mm-hmm. a lot of people be like, yeah, my, my cousin going to sell me their house. Mm-hmm. I'm already living here, or my landlord going to sell it to me on land contract, and they just going to draft the paperwork. But again, red flags, if they don't want to record it or if they're trying to get you to do a balloon payment mm-hmm. in a short period of time that you know you're not going to be able to make, Pay it off, then those are the red flags. Even if you think, so you, one more thing. Um, so even if you think, let's say you at that 620 or you like at the 618 or 615 and you right now it's 620, right? Right. Uh, things change in the mortgage mortgage industry yeah. also. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? So right now, uh, the minimum requirements might be 620. Right. right. At one point, I mean, some people do say they still do 580s, right? Yeah, but that was but, a real minimum at a time. Yeah, yeah. but now 620 is a real minimum. You, that was right. also before the automatic uh, underwriting. underwriting. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can still do 580, but it's just going to be like pulling Tough. teeth. Yeah. yeah. And everything everything else other than your credit, your employment history, um, your employment history, your your savings, you can't get a lot of the down payment assistance program. Everything else has to be A1. Yeah. Putting a lot down, not, yeah. not that uh, 3% or 35 yeah, you would be putting that 5, 10, 15, 20% yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I was going to say, so on the seller side, for the seller, the benefit is, so you have a lot of sellers, they've been in these homes, they paid off, and they're going to, let's say you have a seller that was just going to sell the property and they already got another home. So this was just going to be cash they was going to put in the bank, right? Mm-hmm. Or put in the market or something. Well, here you are, you got an asset that you can get, you know, um, a large enough down payment to eliminate some of your risks, mm-hmm. but then you can charge interest. 
So let's say you sell your two hundred thousand dollar home for two hundred thousand, and you don't have. There's no required appraisal, right? There's no FHA guidelines yeah. to meet. You can negotiate the price with the buyer. Maybe the buyer wants to order appraisal. That's up to y'all. You can negotiate the condition. So I could take my house on San Juan, that's two fifteen. And sell it for two fifteen as is if the buyer chooses to do that, right? But if I sell that same house for two fifteen FHA, I have to meet FHA guidelines. So that's the difference. But if I said I want twenty percent down, you know, forty thousand or whatever, and I sell it instead of the bank making that interest, I make that interest on it mm-hmm. over a certain period of years. That. If you ever looked at an amortization chart when you purchased, got a home on a mortgage, and you see you paid 180 for the house, but you're paying back 360, I want to be the bank. That's that's why I do land contracts. That's where the wealth is, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Uh, that's the benefit to the seller. So I have um, a monkey wrench. All right. But let me get it back. Okay. So you want to sell a house, Mm -hmm. and... I'm trying to figure out the best way to put it. Um, so let's say the house on San Juan 215, you've been having a terrible time getting rid of it. I right. guess not gonna look. <laughs> and no, it's you, pending now. We closed it. pending. In a week. Okay, yeah. well, wonderful. So let's say um you've been having a terrible time getting rid of it and you can only get people to offer you like 190. Yep. But you got this one buyer who's like, I'll give you the 215, but yep. I can only get finance for the 190. Will you Hold a second. second. Yeah, you can do mm-hmm. that if the lender allows it. Mm-hmm. Not too many lenders allow that anymore, especially FHA. They not they want you to sign something saying you're not doing any side transactions. But some lenders will allow you to do a first and second. Mm-hmm. So you carry the, the additional what twenty five thousand as the second with interest, and it's recorded. The only disadvantage to that is that if they default on the first loan. You're you're out because you're not you don't have primary um, position in that mm-hmm. loan, but yeah, they'll be paying the lender, they'll be paying you. But sometimes a seller up against the wall will settle for the one ninety, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you got to get rid of it, and in some of our situations, we definitely want to get rid. You know, a certain amount of time has passed. Like you know, forget it. Let's just take the one ninety. But this other person over here, they can pass the one ninety, and they saying they'll give us the additional twenty five thousand. I'm gonna try. Yeah, but but here's the thing too. Like, let's just say, let's take uh, mortgage financing out of it. If I list that house land contract, I opened up a whole new pool of buyers. Period. That wasn't there before. Mm -hmm. So for every, if if any realtor, (laughs) any realtor that's been in the business that ever answer the phone, you're going to get rental costs, you're going to get land contract costs. The amount of rental costs and land contract costs you get compared to people that just straight up say, hey, I'm looking to buy a house and I actually qualify mm-hmm. on the first car, it's it's like 10 to 1. I agree. Right. De- well, mm-hmm. it depends on the area, right? Mm-hmm. Certain price points, people yeah. know they can't. Well, I think it would still rent. be. I just think people... Uh, think that well, they're scared. They don't feel like they can yeah. in that area, even yeah. though you still can. But it, oh, we you know, do them all price yeah. points, land yeah. contracts. Or how about the people that see the houses? Well, I guess that's what you're saying. The people see that there are no land contract terms offered, but they still want you to go after that property. For, you know, can you just 
you know, present a land contract right. offer. I got a yeah. buyer right now. The, yeah. You know, they uh, all they want. They, I mean, he makes a lot of money. He has right. a lot of money, but but he um, uh, his his finances are not traditional. Yeah, right. So yeah. Uh, I mean, they're legal, but it's not traditional. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, so he's always. Like, hey, yeah, can we offer a land contract? I give them $200,000 down. They don't want $200,000 down on a $500,000 house. Right. They about to get their 500000 right now. Yeah, you know, but but you have sellers that are in that position where, like, they wasn't going to do anything else with the money. Mm -hmm. So think about this. You have sellers that paid 300000 for their mm -hmm. house um, eight years ago, mm -hmm. not a house worth four seventy five. Right, and they owe two fifty. Mm -hmm. You come with two fifty down, and they were already getting ready to downsize into like some cheap condo, mm -hmm. right? All they were gonna do with the extra money was put it into some uh, mutual fund or something. Make less money. You come with two fifty down, and you're like, "Hey, I'm gonna pay you um, three thousand a month plus interest." Mm -hmm. They gonna beat the market all day with that, but right? the likelihood of that happening. So I hear you. You're right. You it know, does. Money it wise, happens. Money wise, it's it's an, it's an intelligent thing, right? If right. You're the seller and you're in that situation, but a lot of sellers look at it like, all right, two fifty uh, now, right. and then have to deal with payments. Now I am the bank, so right. It's not all good being the bank. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You when you get to uh, people having to foreclose. You know, but, you know what I'm saying? But here's here's the dealing thing, with, though. Also dealing with the market potentially changing. Uh, uh, you get yeah, what I'm but here's here's the thing. You looking? Remember, I said they originally paid three hundred mm -hmm. for it. Now it's worth four seventy five, mm -hmm. or they paid two fifty for it. Mm -hmm. They got two fifty up front. Where's the risk? Uh, so no, they pay they paid three hundred. The they got two fifty. Mm -hmm. There's only a fifty thousand dollar difference. If they took that house back, mm -hmm. they get the whole four seventy five thousand yeah. dollars. So even if the value goes down to four hundred mm -hmm. or three seventy five, they still got the asset. They're still coming out ahead, and they get to resell it again. Here's the risk. The risk. So we've seen this a lot of times where the the buyer gets mad because they're getting uh, foreclosed on because they didn't right. pay their payment. But oh, all right, I'm glad we have yeah. this part because I'm, I'm about so, to tell you from so, experience. So then uh, they go in there and they strip the house right of everything in there, or burn it down. Uh -huh. or, I yeah, just heard that story, or, or, or whatever they do, oh, right? Right. Um, I mean, if they burn it down, you should have your insurance. That's what I said. You know, right? That's what I told the yep. person. But, but I'm talking about the individuals <laughs> that go in there and uh, or or they even if you have your insurance, depending on what it is that what damage that they create, your insurance right. is paying for it anyway. So there is risk. Right. You get what I'm saying. So if I'm if I, me personally, if I'm that if I'm in that situation, um, and I'm an individual that understands money, so yep. I, I hear what you're saying. But right. me personally, if I if I was, you would have to give me a, like a big good. amount over <laughs> right. uh, what what I would get over that five hundred because if I can get my five hundred now, right. as opposed to your two fifty plus your payments, because even if because think about this. Um, if you do the two fifty on a on a on a land contract, you're doing seller financing. You're normally going to want your money back within the next five to seven mm -hmm. years, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not holding a thirty year mortgage. I'm not the bank. I'm not rich. Right. You're the bank and everybody else, <laughs> right. Money, right? So I won't want my money back within five to seven, seven years. years. Seven years is that's, that's, a, lot. that's a long time. No, right? it, see you you thinking you thinking wrong. No, okay, we, we we talking about the majority of people. I'm about to put some real. Now keep talking. <laughs> I'm about to put some real <laughs> numbers. To, uh, so listen, we talking about WWE in here. 
here. No, no, he put. Ding, he, ding, he ding. No, I'm about to put some real. He putting up real ahead. numbers in here. He Get Miguel in right. here. Pull up the screen. We're gonna Just do kidding. What we using? What number? All right, we gonna use five hundred thousand dollars sales price, two fifty down. Right. Okay. And I'm gonna put in. What you say? Seven, seven years. Oh, what we gonna use on? No, let's let's just use let's five. Let's use five years, right? Let's go five percent. No, on the last contract, you gotta be higher, at least seven and a half. Okay. All right. I'm I'm not even getting into I'm not even getting into what y'all talking about. Mm -hmm. So two fifty five hundred thousand two hundred fifty thousand down, right? Mm -hmm. I put in a six percent interest rate, right? Six. Okay. All right, so, and you're going to make 39000 in interest. This is what a uh, monthly payment of 4833 right? Hold on, let me see. 4830 right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, all right, so you got 250000 in your money up front. Correct. The other two fifty going to make you 39000 mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then, and that's at 4833 a month. So where am I going wrong with that? So Where's you, my real risk? So you said my two hundred fifty thousand dollars right. is gonna make me thirty nine thousand dollars in five years. Right. Well, I'm gonna make way more money. Well, no, no, you got that. your two fifty. You got two fifty. They're paying you back. But my Plus other two fifty that right. I would have got if I would have sold it off the rip. Right. So, so that's but talking, that I left on the table. Right. We talking about somebody was gonna put their money in the market somewhere, oh, and it's at six percent. We talking about because so, this person right there has to be. No, you're not just making. You're not. That's that's the thirty nine thirty nine ninety nine ninety two on top of the two fifty. Correct. The, you, so your total amount back is two eighty nine. That's in five years. So forty thousand. But so you I'm made about, forty thousand. So that's eight thousand dollars a year right? that you made off your two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right. So the question so, that Reggie is saying is that's a better than what they would do putting it in the IRA. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, but I'm talking about so this individual that's going to be doing this has got to be savvy. This is not going to be your regular individual that probably would put it in the IRA. I don't see that person doing it. But wait, that. but wait the, here's, here's what I'm saying, though. We're talking about the You risk. said part of what you said was you wouldn't do more than five years. Is correct. that what he said? That's correct. So, uh, five to seven. I said seven right. is high as hell. But so if, five if for I, real. If I add an extra year, mm -hmm. they payment go down to 4100 but mm -hmm. now I'm making 48000 I don't care what interest. you use. You can use right. any of those numbers. But right? what I'm saying is, this is this is what I'm saying. Typically, this is all about mindset with me. Mm -hmm. This is why like, I prefer selling land contracts over mm -hmm. doing rental properties. Mm -hmm. when, when people was tearing their houses up because they was foreclosing, People was getting in their houses zero down. Mm -hmm. Sometimes getting money back at closing. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different mentality. I'm giving you something for nothing. You coming into it with the wrong mentality, right? Mm -hmm. Or people putting thinking th yeah, people right. putting yeah. six thousand right. six thousand down on a two hundred thousand dollar house. Now you telling me it's worth one thirty. Mm -hmm. I'm taking everything with me and selling it on the street, right? Mm -hmm. But people that's buying this is this is why. This is why when the economy was crashing, mm -hmm. you didn't see news reports of um, car repossessions going through the roof. Because mm -hmm. when you buy a car, you buy a $20,000 car, you put two or 3000 down, you only got five years to go. You got three years left, mm -hmm. right? People weren't walking away from their cars. You had some people that was oh, doing insurance jobs. Yeah. But what I'm saying is... When somebody's putting two hundred and fifty thousand down, mm -hmm. first you're dealing with a different type of person mm -hmm. with a different Both mentality. Ways. Correct. And and 
in most cases. I'm not going to say are because some of them crazy, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. But they have enough savvy. They're, they're, they understand that before I lose this asset, it's worth $475,500. I'm going to sell it and pay this off. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to lose. Because they don't get the two fifty back. Don't say nothing. It's my right. turn after that. <laughs> but wait, they don't get the two fifty back. Mm -hmm. Let's say you take the house back and it's only worth four hundred thousand, mm -hmm. right? You got the two fifty in your pocket, and mm -hmm. you still got a house that's worth four hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. That's six fifty. Got Where'd you. you go wrong? Got you. So. That's one scenario. Right. I'm going to give you a lot of scenarios where, you know, where that does. So you gave me right. one. I'm going to give you three off of those. Right. So the first one I'm going to give you. So you on both sides. Right. So it's not not just the buyer has to be savvy to do that. The seller has to be savvy to do that as well. Yeah. Like regular sellers aren't doing that. Right. right? So I could take myself, for example. So let's let's talk. Let's say me and you. Right. right? Actually, I'm going to ask you first and then yep. I'll tell you about me. So. $100,000 right now. Right. And they, we see this all the time. This is like a thing that they ask, right? Yeah. You know, uh, $500,000 right now or two fifty right now. Right. Uh, plus um, uh, 280 we said, well, two, uh, so you lottery. You comparing it. If I had my whole 500, I'll turn it, I'll outperform this me personally. Period. Right? That's all I'm saying. But I'm not talking about, we talking about people that really, man, I'm telling you, I got people that once they, and we deal with this a lot in probate, you will sell the house, mm -hmm. they don't know what to do with the money. I got you. Right? So, I got you. So, but, but you can't, hold on, but see, that's what you can't do. So you can't say that in this transaction that the mind we're talking about mindset. Yep. You can't say only one person's mindset is different. Both parties in this situation mindset is that's, different. That's true. Right? So again, the individual that's doing right. this is gonna be me or you, right? It's gonna be us. It's gonna be not, an individual. Not, not all necessarily the time, because of Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not gonna be just uh <laughs> it's not gonna be you're not no way in the world are you getting grandma. Right. Who 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 you said bought this house for two hundred thousand. Right. Uh ten years ago or twenty years ago and now right. she about to sell it for five hundred. Ain't no way in the world you about to tell grandma, grandma. She might we, she no, probably you're not telling grandma, contract. grandma, uh uh, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get our two hundred thousand back right now. The rest of it they're gonna pay us in payments. And you know, and then you're gonna show her that you're making eight percent on your money. Nah, wait, grandma wait, hold up, hold yeah. up, hold on. But and grandma, tax, but grandma tax free. Would, but wait, hold up, grandma would do a reverse mortgage. Why wouldn't she do this? Yeah, because uh, she getting money. Listen, mm -hmm. listen. When you now, I'm from from an age perspective. Some people would be like, no, I need all my money now. Mm -hmm. I have these costs. I'm moving to Arizona, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't want to deal with the responsibility. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. That's bill. actually against the reverse mortgage laws. But but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, if someone just needs cash flow yeah. and they don't need all their cash right now, they're going to consider that. Got you. That's all I'm saying. Right, that this was the whole point. This I guess is that's a what I'm cash to get back flow to Because that was the whole point. When you said what you said, he said, it's because then you brought up the buyer. So mm -hmm. now we're thinking about, okay, on the MLS, these houses and all these people mm -hmm. asking certain questions. A realtor, a, a listing agent could present to their seller, you know what? 
this might not be bad for you. What do you plan on doing with the? With, with, with these I, I want to tell y'all this: if a realtor presents that to you, they are not qualified to present that true. to you. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not a finance manager. They're not a money manager. Right. They're not a money manager. They're not qualified. You can to think about it and to go to your money manager and ask that money. So I had this conversation with my aunt all the time. She talks to her aunt, but you can't have that with your client. My aunt talks to her financial advisor all the time. Right. So even. Even me as her niece being a real estate broker, I can make all the suggestions in the world. She's still going to go over with her financial planner. So, right. I'm going to stick to exactly what I said. Here. If your realtor says that, you're right. a real, I don't give a shit what realtor it is, <laughs> they are not qualified to tell you that. They're, now, they're that's not, your aunt, wait, so that's different. They, they, but, but, I, I, dis, I disagree. And I disagree they can with explain you. it to you, and then they can talk to their accountant and their financial planner about that. In most of our contracts, purchase and listing agreement, it tells people consult with your CPA, financial Mm -hmm. advisor, Mm -hmm. and attorney, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that I'm going to say, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, this will beat the market. Okay. I'm, I'm not okay. going to tell okay. the seller. Okay. But what, so I'm, not, what, what, what I'm going to tell the seller, look, you have an option to sell your home. Mm-hmm. Here are terms that people use. Mm-hmm. You have VA financing, FHA, conventional cash, land contract. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about these? Here's the pros and cons to FHA, pros and cons of VA, pros and cons of land con. That's all I'm doing. If they ask for an amortization chart, I'm going to show them a couple websites. They can put the numbers in. If they say, hey, I was going to have 250000 left over. I was just going to let it sit in the bank. But I can have 250000 making me 4000 a month to cover my expenses. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make interest. They may choose that option. Here's the issue. Right. They don't have that. That's why you were explaining it to them because they're not uh, it's, uh, it's financially. More people, it's more people that do it than, than you think. Oh, no. Uh, it's that's more not, people to no. do it. It's more people that don't understand money. But I, look, in the world, I would say 98% of the people on the planet Earth, right. not just in this field, <laughs> on planet Earth, don't understand money, and especially in this I, manner. I this, thought, is, this, is, this, would be, this would be high level. Uh, Not, understanding of finances. But, that but would you be like saying me, what John Cashnowski came in here and told us doesn't exist. No. Because he's he, basically saying a but he's saying he in the 1%. How many people know what John Cashnowski That's why but when this, he's talking, this he's the talking thing, in, though, in, in, in Spanish. That he brought but in this the, to but hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me say this. One thing we want to do on this show is get people to raise their level of understanding, right? Agreed. That's why I'm explaining it. Mm-hmm. You didn't think about it before. Now you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. When you read, um, what was it, Tony Robbins' Money Master the Game, he talked about private lending and um, seller financing, mm-hmm. right? You take a house, you buy it, you sell it, you get 30 40% down, mm-hmm. charge interest, right? From an investor standpoint, and this is a good way to transition to that, for me, I mean, I, I would buy homes nine thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Put three or four thousand into it, sell it as is for twenty five thousand. That's not a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. So, but if the so I got twelve thousand into it, a buyer give me four or five thousand down. Now I got seven thousand into it. But that seven thousand is making me four hundred dollars a month for five years. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at it from cash flow, minimum investment, minimum risk. But when you multiply that times ten, now it starts to add up. Different cash flow, 
versus buying a $70,000, $170,000 house, Mm -hmm. right? I can do this 10 times and have $70,000 invested and get $4,000 a month versus $800 a month, right? And then I don't have all the landlord-tenant issues. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about all the repairs. They, They pay it off. They just pay me. I just go to the P.O. box. I'm not saying this is always a better option. Mm-hmm. It's just an option. So when people start thinking of different ways of making money or selling a house or buying a house, it's just an option. So I'm glad you said that. Right. So I agree. It is an option. Right. Most of the time, I don't think that it's the best option. It's not always so, the best option. Uh, and that's what we talk about. So we're right. talking about awareness. We're talking right. about mindset. We're talking about people thinking, using your right. brain. Right. So I want people to, I, I use this all the time. Whenever I'm talking to an individual, like when a person tells me that they're going to put 20% down on the house. Right. The first thing I say is, all right, I, I go in and do what we just did. I right. show them how much money your mortgage is going to reduce by you putting that additional 16.5% down. Right. right. And I say, all right, now if you take that, if you didn't put that money down, this right. is how much your payment is going to increase. Right. Uh, so now that equal, we should do the math. Should we do the math on something? No, we can't. Oh, okay. I know exactly where you're going. Right. Yep. So then I say, so whatever. Let's say that the number is twenty thousand dollars cheaper, right? Right. I say, and off that twenty thousand dollars, you're probably paying an additional uh, two. I'm just gonna go high. It's yeah. not four thousand. I'm just gonna say four thousand for the right. for the sake of saying it. It's it's way. It's like half of that probably. Right. Right. Uh, I'm gonna say four thousand. I say, well, off that twenty thousand dollars. Right. If you just lent it out a thousand dollars at a time, charging five hundred dollars back or whatever you did, you figured a way to to uh, utilize your money smarter. Exactly. You're gonna get that money back uh, ten times. Right. With less risk. Right. So why would I do put twenty thousand down? Yes. And it's the same situation in in the sale. I I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's an option. No, but so I, want, we, I want. I'm not. You're not saying I'm wrong. I'm not saying. I'm. Not, I'm not saying you're wrong. And I'm not saying. I'm not saying anybody's wrong. I'm saying no. Uh, when we're talking about mindset, right, right, and we when we're trying to inform the public on uh, different strategies to uh, use your money wiser, right, right, right. That so, is not a that's not a wise yeah, strategy. So, but well, some people, wise. It just depends on the person. So because I explain people to say different because he thinks about how to invest the money. I just sometimes will say sometimes you're better. Your money left liquid would be better, better for you potentially right. if that's how you feel. But sometimes people feel like their money being liquid may not be best. Um, so, yeah, maybe having. A, so you got to put down a significant amount of money right. in order to have a significant reduction in your payment. Right. So uh, one of the things that when my daughter was here, that's what she kind of made the joke when she was like, yeah. you know, I'm a single mom with bad whatever right. she said. But in her situation, it was better that she took the bulk of that cash and right. put it into her house so that she could be stable over time. Right. If for Shaka it probably would be, that wouldn't be a good idea. Exactly. You, uh, hold on. That money different. But we talked because, about mindset. But we talked, it's, well, it's so not, that's a mindset. It's not always mindset either. Sometimes it's where you are in life. Yeah. So maybe my mind wants to do better, but if my house is taken care of and most of that's paid down and I can support my monthly payment with my eyes closed. Mindset. Right. But Period. it's it's but see it's not all it's it's also skill set. So like when you talk what we doing right now, I can mm-hmm. guarantee you if you 
We doing uh, Dave Ramsey, Robert Kiyosaki. Right. It's the same thing. Right. Dave Ramsey going to tell you, always put 20% down, mm. never buy a house you can't Bad afford advice. and all of that, Nothing. right? I mean, well, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now but you got to understand who his audience is. Most of his audience are people that have bad money management skills, mm -hmm. and he's trying to get them to a place where they can maintain with the skill set that they have and get out of debt. Mm -hmm. Then you have other people that say, why would you tie all that money up into a house? Then you have people say, why would you even own a house? Mm. You should rent and then buy investment properties. But you can show right? them. You can show them. Right, why. but but what I'm saying Some is... Some people just going to spend the money on shoes. Yeah, there's different <laughs> philosophies. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Mindset, yeah. There's different <laughs> philosophies for everybody. Mm -hmm. For me, personally... This made more sense when I buy and sell properties on land contract. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing $500,000 houses for one, but it made more sense to me buying a twenty dollars or $30,000 rental property, right? From a, from a Because I didn't want to deal with all the nuances of being a landlord, mm -hmm. right? And in 29 years, I only got one back. Mm -hmm. Paid sixteen dollars for it, sold it for thirty eight. When she gave us the house back, it was worth said, 48. How many years, Randy? Huh? How long? 29 years. <laughs> Come Damn. February. So, <laughs> so when she gave us the house back, it was worth 48000 Okay. She had been there two years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This was right when the market was jumping up. So what I'm saying is I, I haven't. The way I go into it, I'm minimizing all my risks. I'm getting most of my money back up front. You're talking about from the sellers, from your perspective from as an investor. investor. Right, Correct. but we're talking to investors, sellers, and buyers. Because once you sell that home, even as an owner-occupant, you have to put on your investor cap, too, because now you got this money. Mm -hmm. You got to put it somewhere where it's going to make yeah. the most so money. So they may not be a seller-investor. They may just be someone— that wants to do something good with their money other than having me, it sit in the bank. Let me ask you this. How many of your sellers realize, hey, I brought this house for 125 in Oak Park. Now it's worth 180 And they start asking you about buying rental properties because they got some extra money. It happens. Right? Yeah. So what I'm saying is maybe they're really not cut out to be a landlord, but they want cash flow because everybody doesn't have... Everybody's not cut out to be a landlord. Or, or maybe but, maybe they're just not informed. They don't understand. And so that's when they need to go talk to their money but manager. Everybody's not going to go that far. That's they're great. Just, they just got a simple solution. I got this money. If I can make $800 a month, I'm fine. Okay. Some people so just want that. Let's go back to our scenario. Right. So we're going to go back to our scenario because in our scenario, I don't think we can argue who this person is. This individual that is— It's going to be different it, for everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm telling about the you, majority, I've done it with But people. we're talking about the majority. So yep. we're talking about the majority of these individuals playing with these numbers. All right. Not everybody. I understand some people—we uh, got the Beverly Hillbillies. I understand it, mm -hmm. right? They came in the money. They didn't know about money, right? Right. But we're talking about— the majority of these individuals, the majority of these people have some understanding of money. They are obviously not people who was buying, spending their money on shoes, right? Otherwise, they probably wouldn't been in the situation that they are in they right now. Probably was no. Wait, man, wait, wait, wait! I come on, I because you got, you got some. Just because they spending that price point, don't mean they got good management. Oh. No, management. but but we just said they got two hundred. Wait, if you got wait, two, let me let me just let me just pause there one second mm -hmm. though. I'm I'm coming from a mindset because when I started in real estate, interest rates was eight eight and a half percent. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So 
Remember, the max you can charge is 11%. Right. So right now, with rates 3 4%, the most I can probably sell a land contract um, interest rate and get terms for probably maybe 6% mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. But back then— You need me to handle your contracts? Huh? She said 8%. <laughs> well, it depends. So you got to think. They're, they're lower-end properties, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is— You need me to handle his project. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> back then— Everybody on land contract was getting eleven percent. Agreed. Right. Yeah. So if if I'm a owner and I'm well to do, and uh, the the average market um, return is ten percent, but I can get eleven percent. I'm not talking about people that can go out and invest or that want to or know how to go out and flip their money in real estate or whatever or even trade stocks. They were just going to put their money in the market and let it sit. And hope to get 10%. They probably was going to. But here, they got 11% in writing, right? All I'm saying is some people took that option and it worked out for them. And it was to their benefit because that's where they were at. I understand. Now, you you may take that 250 and outperform that two or three times. By a lot. By every more year. Than that. More than that. Right? You know what I mean? But yeah. everybody is not that. I got you. But right. we're talking about... Totally understand. So I hear okay. you. So All I right. heard your part. I All hear right. your point, right? And I'm giving you that. All everybody. Right. So the point, the, the key word in what you're saying is everybody. Right. So we all we all learn not to say every and nothing, right? right. So right. I get you. But we're talking about the majority. And we're talking about the mindset of the individual yeah. that we're dealing with, not just the buyer, but also the seller in this situation. Right. 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 So I'm talking about that individual has I, I feel like that individual, especially now, I, I'm t I feel like right now um, and it, we're at an all time high. The reason we have so many entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs. Right. People starting to understand. Yeah. They waking up. They was fucking in. in uh, they was in they the was matrix. in yeah. they woke you know what I'm saying? Now they they may they may not be advanced level. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they starting to get it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bruh, what the hell was I doing all this time? Yeah. What was my mom and daddy doing? Right. Because information what, travels right? quicker now. Yeah. Right. So now we're talking about these people um understanding the money better. Right. You're you're the majority of people are not gonna take that two fifty. Uh, and then give me $40,000, which is 8000 a year over but, the next five years, but as I'm opposed to taking they, two, they what, 250 their additional 250 But they're still... Look, he just need one for that buyer he got. Right. What, what, what I'm saying well, I'm gonna is... I'm going to have 99. So we got 100 huh? people. 99 people going to go with me. I don't even think he's going to get no, one. No, I said you need just one oh, seller man. to make that want to do that. So, But see, here's the thing, too. When we talk about selling from an investor standpoint... Let's say I buy a house for fifty. I was gonna fix it up, put fifty into it, and sell it for one fifty, right? Mm -hmm. I buy that same house for fifty. I put thirty into it, and I get it livable. I don't do all the extras. I can sell it for one sixty on land contract, get a down payment, get monthly payments on it, have income coming in, and my capital gains is different because I'm not getting all my money up front. Well, that's what I was now about I'm to say. It is no capital. That's the other part that yeah, you missed. There is no capital yeah, gains because on your 500000 Right, because it's spread out. Well, I'm talking mm. about from an investor fix and flip. Oh, okay. Because right. now it's spread well, you, out you in the scenario, though. No, I'm just, I'm just giving different scenarios oh, okay, from okay. the seller side. Right. So I'm, I, what I'm saying is you're right, mm -hmm. right? But I'm also right. Right. Because I I it depends yeah. on the individual. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is when someone has $250,000 in their hand or opportunity, 
I guarantee, man, I'm telling you, I deal with so many sellers. They don't know what to do with the money. I get it. I see The it best time. thing they can do with the money is protect themselves from it. Mm-hmm. Right? True. So what I'm saying is they can put it in a bank and get 0.0 something, or they can put it in a market. If they know what to do in the market and where to buy it, right now everybody's going to buy the mm-hmm. same stocks they mm-hmm. heard on Instagram. Or they have this option where they can put in writing what the interest rate is going to be. Now they're taking a risk because the market can go south. There it is. But the stock market can Both. also drop. Right. right? So you so, said like money spans quick. And I just think that when people get large checks, you know, 20000 60000 200000 I don't care what the thousand is. It spans quickly once you put it in your bank account because you got all these things you don't want to do. I mean, all, we just saw that. We just saw that with all the PPP loans and everything. Yeah. We see, we we know that. We understand. I, I totally agree. But the money is different. Mm-hmm. So it's just like what he said. The mindset is different. Mm-hmm. The mindset of the individual buying the house with zero percent down, as opposed to the individual that put twenty percent down, is different. Oh yeah. The but mindset of the wait, individual that up. got PPP loan for free hold, that you didn't somebody just gave you some money is different than the individual hold, who did everything to get their credit right so that they can purchase that house so that and now that house they are able to realize the equity right. in their house for the first time. The mindset is different. So hold y'all, on. y'all, I think y'all hold on. Okay. I think y'all shortchanging the majority of people no. because what y'all saying we're not that's but not because what y'all saying because that's me but you are. but let me finish what I'm saying you can't don't, you don't, let me hear, hear what I'm saying you're shortchanging them you said this several times you said y'all saying that basically what y'all saying is people don't they can't uh, save themselves from themselves you saying mm-hmm. they can't they get money in their pocket they get money they ain't used to it so now they're gonna go splurge and I'm saying all right that may have used to, you you said that you said but that. you said it too you said majority of the people don't know what to do with money they do. Exactly. hold on I said the majority of the, I said the majority of the people don't understand money same so, thing. No, no, different. Doesn't mean. Hold on. I will tell y'all the difference. The difference. Hey, between, so, uh, I can't wait to people watch. It takes savvy people. No, no, no. Right. It don't take. So it take you to know a savvy person. You may not. No, so I say, that's what you said. It does. It takes an individual to believe in what they're doing. So uh, two different things. Y'all just said two different things. We're talking about uh, the savvy. And I didn't say that everybody is savvy. I'm saying that the individual, they know there's information out there now right. where they're not necessarily going to go get their, take their additional $250,000 right. and uh, go buy gym shoes with it. You know what I'm saying? That's not necessarily true. Reggie just said, hold on, Reggie just said that most likely they're going to do what? Go put it in some type of uh, investment. Mutual mutual no, no, you said most likely they're going to put it in a savings account of arms less than what you could do if... No, he said it. He said in a, like a mutual fund. All right, a so, fund is less so let's than, let's than, say this, right? The eleven percent he talked let's about. Let's say this. Yeah. Let, okay, go I ahead. got I got two things to add. Mm-hmm. I sell the house five hundred thousand. I get two fifty down, right? And I got two fifty cash, right? I got four thousand coming in. I got two fifty cash. I was gonna go buy Hold another on, house. Hold on, I missed everything you said. Say that. Again. All right, you same scenario. Right. Five hundred thousand dollar house. Somebody mm-hmm. give me fifty percent down. Two fifty. Got gotcha. you. Right, so that takes care of my mortgage balance. I got two fifty equity, mm-hmm. right? But it's not coming to me in this lump sum. It's coming to me in monthly payments. Got you. Right, I I go out. I put the money. Um, whatever's coming in is covering my monthly expenses. Mm-hmm. Right. If I didn't have any plans with that money anyway, if I was just gonna park it, that might be good to me. Mm-hmm. 
But the part that I didn't mention, I want to make sure I cover this. The seller can sell their interest in the land contract, just like the mortgage yep. company. So I can say, hey, um, uh, Mr. Investor, you looking for cash flow? Here's a cash flow opportunity. They owe me two fifty. With interest, you're gonna make an additional thirty thousand on this, right? You can sell that interest and negotiate that price up or down, mm -hmm. and get your lump sum money. So one of the benefits. So none of my land contracts. I'm so if I buy if I buy a house, one of the you know twenty thirty thousand dollar homes, mm -hmm. and the market area, the values in the area fifty or whatever. It's always a premium price for that property right. because it's a land contract. For and sure. I'm get so one of the benefits of being a seller, one right. of the pros of being a seller, you're gonna sell it typically for more than I may the market hold, rate. Yeah, I may hold that contract for a year. It's performing. I see that they got a good payment history. I can go out and say, hey, what instead of you buying a rental property, here's the opportunity. Buy me out at this price. I'm still making a profit. And I assign my interest to you. But those land contracts also sell in the same markets as mortgages sell there. Exactly. So here's some my, people here's my problem with that. Now y'all saying that they making less than the forty thousand no, that no, we talk about. Not, you you got to take not less. All, not all the time. You're not getting because, more, man. You you're not come getting more. On, how, man. I, I want y'all to explain. Okay, come give me the scenario. On, well, give me the scenario. How you come make, on? Give man. me one scenario. How you well, make? If just, somebody, if somebody is making an extra, let's say the the rate is eight percent, mm -hmm. right? Somebody will pay you more than the balance owed because they're making that extra interest. It's they're paying you. They're paying you because they have potential income. They're taking a risk. Right. But they know worst case scenario, they're getting their initial investment back. Basically, what they're buying from you is the interest that would be earned. Uh, yeah, it's basically right? what we're talking about. A person closes on a house. They're going to pay you more than they're going to pay you. A person closes on a house and buys a house for $250,000, and the mortgage company sells that loan to another. Mortgage, mortgage company. company. Hold on. They do it all the time. Hold on, but not for. Hold on. Listen to what y'all. So oh, you, my God. You, Reggie just said this. You said that we had we used six percent on our on our scenario, All but right. we said wait. Up, let me said, hey. let me let me give you this. Mm -hmm. If you if you are a bank, right? Mm -hmm. You're a bank. Yes. Jaja is a bank. Mm -hmm. She got a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar balance mm -hmm. with a with a six percent interest rate, and it's twenty seven years left on this mortgage, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That two fifty is probably going to be. I'm just going to pull a number out. Um, three eighty. Right, mm -hmm. and the balance is two fifty. How much are you gonna get her? So, and you got potential to make four ten total. In how long? It's it's over. It's twenty seven years yeah, left. Yeah, get out of here. How much right. are you gonna so, give her? So no, this, wait. What I'm saying is, how much I, you gonna give her? I understand what you're saying. No, you're saying I'm you can give her more. You. I don't know how much. I, I, but I, how I much give her you anything? You got a wide range. You got you said two between two fifty and three eighty. I got one hundred thirty thousand dollars range. Right. That how I much would you give her? Just just tell me. Uh, if I depends on how long it's gonna take me to make the money. It's twenty seven years left. No, you got, I'm not doing it. Me, no, banks do it all it. the time. Yeah, because banks is using somebody else's money. 
They we not so although don't get it twisted, y'all. So right. we said y'all could be the bank. But in real life, y'all not the bank because <laughs> you, the bank using you your money, it. somebody else's money, right. and they selling oh, it. You yeah. not so that's here, your money. Here's I just threw it out there. I so, so there's that's two just, that's, wait, wait there's two like, there's two things, right? Mm-hmm. So and I'm I'm saying this from experience. Me too. There was the when back when I first started, it was a mm-hmm. company called Land Contract Equities, mm-hmm. right? You get a house. They would buy. They would buy the contract at closing. Yeah. So I get a house. Maybe the seller wanted uh, forty for it, but we would do the land contract at fifty because it's a land contract. You can negotiate the price or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. The buyer was happy to have it because it was a land contract. Mm-hmm. The seller was happy to have it, and the seller would say. Um, a lot of times, seller come and say, "I really don't want to sell on land contract, but I just want forty thousand, mm-hmm. right?" Now, in this scenario, the person would pay less, right? I'm giving you both scenarios. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fifty thousand land contract equities to come in and say, "I'm going to pay forty thousand for the house, but I need to see, you know, they will order an appraisal, right? Because right? they want to make sure of value. Mm-hmm. Seller will get their forty thousand land contract equities. Mm-hmm. Is their sales price is fifty because the buyer's paying fifty minus their down payment. Mm-hmm. What they were really buying was the interest earned, yes. right? Plus they got some cushion in there because the initial sales price is fifty minus. Mm-hmm. So they came in with some equity in case the buyer defaulted. Mm-hmm. They had enough room mm-hmm. in there to um, recover, mm-hmm. right? And you're not always going to see the interest earned because the buyer defaulted. Mm-hmm. But if the buyer did default, they get to take the house back and just resell it. Their land mm-hmm. contract company, mm-hmm. guess what they do? They sold it again for land contract. They may have did that two or three times on the same house. That's what but led what, to lease options. But, but wait a minute. But wait a minute. So then you had uh, other little mom and pop companies that came up. Mm-hmm. They said, oh, well, if they're doing that, We'll just if if the interest rate is this, we'll pay a little bit more as long as the buyer meet this criteria, mm-hmm. right? Because that's why you have conforming non-conforming loans. And when people are buying notes, yeah, of course most people want a discount. They're buying these notes. That's why when people buy notes and the banks sell notes, they sell performing and non-performing notes. Mm-hmm. So you have other companies that would come in and say. Okay, $50,000 contract, $40,000 mortgage. We'll give you um, Mm 43,000, right? For this contract, Mm -hmm. right? Because the person owes 50 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The purchase price was 50. Mm -hmm. So they're basing instead of 40, it's a little bit of extra money for the seller because they're counting on making this interest, whatever that calculated to. So what I'm saying is, and those are small numbers, but they were doing it on a larger scale. So instead mm-hmm. of the interest that they earned being three or four thousand on a forty thousand dollar home, this the interest may have been twenty or thirty thousand over a short period of time with a four or five year balloon payment, mm-hmm. right? So they were putting themselves in a position to win. They were putting a little bit more up front, mm-hmm. but it's still to them it made sense. So what I'm saying is, you have some buyers that would discount that balance. Mm-hmm. You have some that would pay more depending on the terms. I want to know so. You didn't get did you get a scenario where they pay more? Yeah, I just told you they would pay the 43. Where the other oh, company but, but it's would still just, not over 50. No, 50. So the seller 50 is wanted the, the, the you the seller, mm-hmm. right? 
You want to sell your house for forty thousand? Oh, I thought you said fifty. Oh, wait, but it's no, 50. wait, mm-hmm. wait. You want to sell your house for forty thousand, mm-hmm. right? I'm the I'm the buyout company. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, I'll come to you and and buy it at thirty five, right? Mm-hmm. You say, no, I want it forty. Mm-hmm. So you would say, well. I'm going to sell it. The land contract is for 50. I found somebody to buy it for more than what I wanted. Right? Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah. I come yeah. in and say, now that you sold it for 50, I'll buy it from you for 40. Yeah, right. Right? But, yeah, but you're not, you, I don't, your scenario is not working because it has wait, to be over 50. Oh, God. It doesn't have, to, sell, be over, it doesn't have to be over 50 because it, when you do a land contract, you charge more for that risk. When you only put, you market contra- at the house I, at 40000 You said you wanted right. 40000 but if you I held a land you contract, you I paid you forty for a $50,000 contract. So hear this. This is where y'all are mixing. But, this, is where wait, this is where y'all no, mix it I'm, up. I'm, I'm just I wanna, giving I, you an example. I know what he's saying. I'm giving you a but, real but example. But, he, but, he, but he, that's not, he, he changed this. So No, I gave you several different scenarios. All right. Okay. But, but so y'all changed it. So, change but it. you did. I'm not part of it. Okay. But then right. you don't, yeah, hold on. But listen, because no, we got to get to the, because people need to understand this. This is a real thing, right? So what Reggie is saying, so I'm 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 relating this because right. I thought you was relating this back to the five hundred thousand and and we and could at do the it at five hundred. I was just giving I, you. Examples. Well, I want to use that same scenario, okay. right? All so right. at the so you know so everybody is apples to apples. Can I right. before you go? Can I because you gotta have numbers. So mm-hmm. the five hundred thousand dollar house would now have to be like. 520. No, it's 540. That's what, okay, listen, listen to this. Yeah, he already said it. I was giving you two examples this is where somebody, what I was so, doing, hold up, what mm-hmm. I was doing is I was giving you two examples where somebody would pay less mm-hmm. and somebody would pay more. Well, we're going to use the 540 you're going to give All me right. that same situation. So, All right. at the five, so he said that we, we started off with the individual uh, selling their house yep. uh, on, for five. a land contract, 250 down, Two fifty finance and and with eight percent or six percent interest, 6% interest, that interest being forty thousand dollars in uh, interest over right. the next five years. Right, that's the scenario. Right, right. So in in that scenario, you right. tell me where the person who is buying that loan for over five hundred and forty thousand dollars. No, that buyer would that buyer in that scenario would probably do a discount on the two fifty. They what probably I said. they probably would say, hey, look, I will give you two thirty. Right, mm-hmm. the balance two fifty. I'm coming in here with twenty equity, plus mm-hmm. the interest I can make. So you sold right? it for less, right? You sold it for less. That make right. That makes sense. So, but there are scenarios where the interest rate and the loan, the balance due is higher. So the person would pay you higher than you initially wanted. But so in that right? scenario we just gave. So in that scenario. Warning. Let's say the house was five hundred thousand. Same thing. The original price you wanted was five hundred, right? Mm-hmm. I come in. I say the most I'm gonna give you for this balance is two thirty. Your balance is two fifty, mm-hmm. right? I need to come in with some equity. But then there's a scenario where you say, okay, I got a buyer that'll buy for five eighty or five fifty, right? Mm-hmm. And the interest rate is not this low; it's higher. So now you're shopping this around, not to just me. I'm a discount note buyer. You may have somebody to come and say, okay, you got these terms. I'll give you 260 for it because of your ba- the balance. Right. But what I'm saying, because of the balance due and the interest I get to earn on it outweighs what I'm paying you. Okay. That's but- what I'm saying. It's different note buyers out there. 
in these scenarios. Y'all, nah, so, bruh, y'all just really mucked it up, right? So listen, I didn't muck it up. No, listen, because what we said, this is this is. <laughs> Do you understand I what I'm saying? I barely even able to talk in this conversation. Okay. So y'all nothing, but yes, I understand what you're saying. But what I'm I wanna, saying I wanna, is, I wanna, you want to understand. You're saying, all right. Not everybody is discounting that balance because it really depends on the terms of the contract. Understood. But so, so why didn't I'm, the person take the five up front instead of taking the discount later on down the line? Why it you depends get your five? on the individual. But why would you? Y'all, I, it, I need to hear the scenario, the one scenario in which you would do that. So we it, now remember it, what we talked about because right. I don't want I don't want to keep going over other scenarios right. because it's changing. Right? I want to stick with okay. uh, apples so, to apples. So you gotta you gotta sell it, right? Mm-hmm. And this so we have to look at it a couple ways. In this market, it's not as likely to happen. Because oh, okay. a five hundred thousand dollar home then we, a good a good condition five hundred thousand dollar home is probably gonna sell. At five hundred thousand. Right? If not I got the land contract. Yeah, if mm-hmm. I got a five hundred thousand dollar home and I wanna sell it and it's shabby, it need all new windows. Okay. Thirty Thirty, forty thousand dollars worth of windows, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to invest that money, but I still want five hundred thousand. This person gonna give me two fifty down, still pay me five hundred thousand, and I'm open to a land contract. I may take that option. Got you. It needs windows. It needs some. My house don't compete with the other five hundred thousand dollar homes unless I put another sixty or seventy. But I hear it. you, but Rez, right? You change the scenario again. No, I'm not. I'm yes. get, I'm changing change scenario scenarios because saying, these are real life scenarios. But, so, but listen, we right. sticking. We can't change your so person. We, we your gave person. A scenario. Your person. It, that it scenario in today's market probably wouldn't use land contract as that's an all I was saying. But I'm saying that person in today's market. That been there, that never made any updates. The house need windows. Mm-hmm. The roof is old. It won't pass FHA. There is a scenario any, in which that person would take less, but the scenario is ain't the one that we originally right. talked about. But if there are scenarios where people say, "I can get this if I sell it on land contract," mm-hmm. versus me putting this type of money into it to get it right. Oh, yeah. So there are. What I'm saying is. Land contract is just another option mm-hmm. if the other options don't work for gotcha. you. I agree. But I'm I also saying there are people that buy notes at a discount mm-hmm. based on the terms. There are people that pay a little bit more than the balance based on the terms because they're banking on the future interest that's coming in. If the interest only thirty or forty thousand, that's probably not gonna happen. They're gonna pay you more. That's all we were talking but about. If the interest is a hundred and eighty, two hundred thousand more, different, different scenario. Exactly, that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. As the seller, you're in a situation that let's say you got, let's say you got a land contract with eight percent interest, mm-hmm. and at the time, and this happened a lot with your mortgages. You got a eight percent interest rate on a mortgage mm-hmm. or a land contract, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, all the um, a year or two go by, non mortgage rates. Three percent. Mm-hmm. How attractive is that eight percent loan on the market to note buyers? Very attractive. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because now, do I go and loan you money at three percent, or do I buy this loan from you and I can make eight percent on the same amount of money invested? Still, I, so Reg, you can we can make a thousand scenarios where it makes sense, and but it in is the scenario thousand... that we talked about, it did not make right. sense. Right, but That's this, all I'm this saying. whole but this whole show is about Man, all the scenarios because we're talking about the majority of people 
not understanding what the minority of people know. Agreed. Agreed. And that's all I'm but doing is putting it out there. So yeah, when somebody change. say, mm-hmm. um, I'm in this land contract and I don't want it no more. I can't wait on the money. Mm-hmm. I need to get out as the seller. Mm-hmm. There are people that will buy you out. Agreed. If you're a buyer and you in a land contract and you can't afford the home no more, you simply just sell, sell it. it. You, you had that option. Right. But I, I just want... So... We got to go back to our scenario because, I mean, this is what we're doing. Right. So I, even me being, right. uh, I, I'm, I feel like I'm advanced, right? Yep. And a lot of the shit you just were saying, I had to like, damn, hold on, it's another one? Oh, no, he switched to a different one. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I want to stick right. with the, 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 the original scenario. The right. original scenario was a house on the uh, MLS right. for 100000 I mean, for 500000 Yep. Uh, and the options were? Buy, uh, sell it on land contract, right? For five forty, or or uh, yeah. Just say the five hundred. Don't well, even change it. For five hundred with six percent interest, right? Two fifty down, two hundred fifty thousand dollars down, right? And then the other, the second option was sell it for five hundred thousand dollars outright, right? And we we that's that, that's the only scenario that I, that that I think okay. we should be dealing with. So you tell me in that scenario where somebody is going to buy that house. Anybody buying that note for more than five forty? Oh, nobody's buying it for more because in this scenario it doesn't make sense at six percent. But you said that. So you tell me. You said that you saw that it that it could. So tell me. I want to no, I was no, saying. One, I, I was, was on the. I was commenting on several different things. So one of the things that I highlighted was. So Reggie said there might be a seller who want. So his original statement was. This person could be an elderly person. They could be ready to downsize. They may not be doing any further investing with their money. And so they don't have anything that they necessarily have to do. And in that scenario, that person might consider a land contract because of the interest that the money could earn. Mm-hmm. The same, so that's my point. You know what else, who that's, else would consider that's that? What I was commenting if that on. person that was selling that house had $2 million in the bank. Yeah, they might consider it too, right? We can, we can, we can like make that. a yeah. But is. that was the but, original but, conversation. But my point is, we can make a, a we what we know. So we're talking about the typical. We we we. we but we you keep about saying this. the typical, but then you go back t- to the savvy people. No, but but this is it, typical. But we, okay. we always talked about typical. We, so All we right, always let's talk, talk about the, the, the typical. The typical. Majority we already the people. The majority of okay. the people, right? Right. Uh, and the savvy, who would be in there, right? Right. I I don't see. So that, that these scenarios that y'all are bringing out right. is going to be like less than the one. They like the they the, they the billionaires, you right. know what I'm saying? Like the people that, that I don't know what the uh, percentage of billionaires in the in the world is, but them that's the people y'all are bringing out. And yes, if you want to say that, we can find that. We can find. Can you find a needle in a haystack? Hell yeah! But the likelihood of it is unlikely. Yeah, I don't, right, think, here, I don't think that that's what's being said. I think that we were talking about land contracts. I think that you guys created a scenario, and I think that I I brought up made poke fun at some people that you're dealing with right now, and I said uh, for me personally, I just don't think people are willing to do those land contracts. Then Reggie made a point about interest and being able to present people those options and then you said no that would be a person like me or like Reggie they would have to be savvy on both sides no. and all I said was no 
you would just have to explain it and then it would be up to that person to say, yeah, this is a good scenario for me or a bad scenario for me. That's all it is. Gotcha. Here, I'm going to be transparent. When I sell my house, mm -hmm. land contract going to be an option. I'm looking to buy a house now, mm -hmm. land contract going to be an option. For sure. I owe little to nothing on my house. Mm -hmm. Somebody can give me enough down to pay off my balance. The reason I would do it, now, true enough, now I said an option. Mm -hmm. So if somebody buy my house, FHA, conventional, I got all my money up front, like mm -hmm. you said. I know what to do with that money to make more money. Mm -hmm. But I don't need the money to mm -hmm. buy another house. I don't need to put more money in the market. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This would be, okay, I got money in the market. I got some rental property, some investments. I got yeah, other real but estate. So this one particular property... Instead of me keeping it and renting it out, mm -hmm. I just get to have cash flow. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I wasn't doing nothing with that. You know what I'm saying? I was just going to sell it. And that's just money there. But now, you're later. The person that he, you're the person that he's saying you are. But what, Which what, is why he but what do we're it. doing is educating people exactly. to that level. So mm -hmm. let, let's say I sell my house, right? And a year from now, I'm like, man. I really can use an extra hundred and fifty thousand, mm -hmm. right? And I'm charging six percent interest. And I go to somebody and be like, "Okay, these people owe me one seventy, but I need this one fifty right now mm -hmm. because I got other investments to make. That's exactly. gonna really make me more than an extra mm -hmm. twenty. I could sell it at that time. But what I'm saying for me, at a discount, you saying? It's the yeah for mm -hmm. me to diversify. I don't necessarily need to put that money anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So if I can make 6% on something I already owned, I'm I'm not going into it as an investment right mm -hmm. now. It's just already there. It's an asset I already owned. Mm -hmm. I turn it into 6% plus cash flow, and I'm going to sit there, and I might make thirty or 40000 interest over the next several years. I'm just going to do it because I already got money in the market. I got money already spread out. For me, that scenario works. Right. Uh, yeah. Right? But Ain't no way in hell Reggie doing that. He, yeah, no. But he would do no, that. No, he would not. But listen. You I'm, would not do that. I'm leaving. He would not do like it either. Money oh, more. I've done it. Hold on. So, hold on. Let's, let's ask Reggie this scenario right yeah. now. Hold on. Oh, oh God. Hold on. Let's go back. So, Reggie, you got a house that's worth 500000 Free and clear. Well, my house ain't worth No, I'm just going to use it. I mean, no. You got a house that's worth 500000 You owe two fifty on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can, you have the option of selling your house for five hundred thousand dollars on right. a conventional loan right now. Right. And then you have op that's option A. Option right. uh, B is sell it on land contract for uh, two fifty down, mm -hmm. six percent interest. Right. Uh, amortized over five years. Which option are you? Doing? I would. And when I would, you get, so we can tell you right now, amortized over that five years, you're going to earn forty thousand dollars in in um, interest. First of all, I would extend that out to ten years or more. So you I would want, not do it. I want more. Hold on, you just we just add, we just gave you the the basic oh, right scenario. Oh, right now, right now in the situation yeah. I'm in, I would absolutely do it. You would do what? I would do the land contract. Because I, yeah. I don't need I don't need the money. Because some people base their money based on their annual, what they're trying to earn well, annually. Yeah, so, so, Reggie, you said $40,000 over the next look, five getting, years. Listen, he may break that $40,000 and feel like that's I don't that, care that how he break well. it. This is how I can do it with Reggie. This is how I know Reggie wouldn't do it. Reggie, oh, oh, if you had $250,000 liquid cash right now. Right. 
January. We 1st. talking about my primary residence. I got you. I hear you. I'm selling just so I can move somewhere I hear else. You. You gonna give me four thousand a month plus mm-hmm. interest? I, I don't That's care. gonna pay for my new but house. Still, you still only made forty thousand dollars on the but money. What I'm saying is, I got all my other stuff doing. I that. don't care. Dog, come on, Reg. That, I don't feel like I don't. I, I no. don't believe him. But what's the? I guess what? My, what's the what debate? You gonna do? What you but, gonna do? But because I want to know what the debate is. Because we're talking the, about land contracts. We're mm-hmm. talking about different ways that people can decide to invest their money depending on who they are. It's like what he said. We talking about Rich, uh, Robert Kiyosaki or the other guy. And uh, uh, Dave Ramsey. See, here, so let me, he, Dave Ramsey. he ain't Dave let Ramsey. Me, let me, wait, hold but on. Let me, saying, let me say this. Let me say yeah, this. Yeah, but we're talking about Ramsey. Right. But just let, me, let, me, let me say this, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's other factors in my family dynamics to why I would do that, mm-hmm. right? Um, my wife can probably more than likely 90% manage any investment properties mm-hmm. we got, right? Mm-hmm. Um, probably... Probably the stocks would just sit there, probably pull the money out or whatever. My daughter can't do any of that. Mm-hmm. But if I sell this house on land contract and that two fifty is coming in, that four thousand a month, six percent interest, anybody in my family can manage that because they just go into the PO box. Not necessarily. If there's a situation where you but gotta foreclose on that, it's property, the same. But it's the same. If it's a it's six, guys, it didn't got. But it's I got all type of paperwork to That's cover great, that. But all they still my stuff is in order. It. What I'm saying is, I don't I don't need all my money tied up into the stuff that I'm currently doing. That's why it that scenario will make sense for me personally. I don't right? agree. I don't believe Reggie on this. Because what Jay Z said, I look don't here, listen, um, more people. I'm getting ready to wrap this show up, so y'all <laughs> right. better y'all got ten. No, hold on. Let me say the last thing. I got one last thing to say. This is why I don't. This is why I don't believe it. Hey, yep. hold on, hold on, stop. Listen, I can ask Reggie this question. Right, Reggie, if you had two hundred fifty thousand dollars cash right. today, right, how much money would you have? By the end, by uh, January seventh, twenty twenty three, off of that two fifty, I probably would have somewhere between seven hundred and eight hundred thousand. But he told us that he gonna do it for forty <laughs> over the but next wait, five years. But wait, but wait, I'm probably gonna have that anyway, based on the other stuff. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that that money wasn't money. It wasn't like earned money, in other words. That was just a house I stayed in, mm-hmm. and it just accumulated equity, right? I got you. So what I'm saying is, now, if, if I was in the middle of, like, I seen an opportunity, like an apartment building or something like that, and I needed 200000 extra as a down payment on that apartment building, yeah, I'm not going to use that option. But I'm saying right now, at this current moment, I don't I don't have anything that will require me to need that money right now. Mm-hmm. And I got other financing options available mm-hmm. to go in on any opportunity that comes my way. However, right. no way in hell that I'm going to go take $40,000 over five years man. over. I right. if I just doubled it. Oh, right. I'm having this debate right now. Ding, with, ding, ding. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this episode... <laughs> has um run out of his time <laughs> i'm calling it a wrap all right